This week, Matt interviews Tim Quinn from Leadership Stockton. From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 34 for Friday, April the 2nd, 2010. I'm Rod Gomez, And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for finding the show. We'd love to hear your comments. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, we're back. Let's help get smoking Yankees on TV. Andy's going to pick up some trash finally. The question of the week is, what's the question of the week? Which is the question of the week. And Matt's interview with Tim Quinn from Leadership Stockton. But first, a quick minute with Jen Boylan from the Blind Center. I'm joined today by Jennifer Boylan of the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Jen, you guys have the third annual Health and Vision Fair coming up soon. What can you tell me about that? Um, the San Joaquin Lions Club is partnering with Community Center for the Blind again to put on our third annual free health and vision fair. The public is invited April 10th, Saturday, from 10 to 3 to 130 West Flores Street in Stockton. We'll have free vision exams, medical testing, even a chiropractor to check out your spine and give you a massage. We have over 30 informational tables from agencies and local vendors. And Rayleigh's is donating fresh fruit. We'll have goodies and giveaways. There's something here for everyone. So make sure to put it on your calendar and stop by. Great. So Saturday, April the 10th. And the time again? It starts at 10 a.m. and it runs to 3 p.m. right here at the Community Center for the Blind. Wonderful. Again, that's at the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired at 130 West Flora Street. Well, you sold me on the chiropractor with the massage. Yeah. That is quite the benefit for going out to the third annual Health and Vision Fair. Jen, thanks again for coming on to Podcast Stockton. Oh, thanks. Hope to see you there. Hi, this is Wes with the Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau coming to you from the historic Waterfront Warehouse in downtown Stockton with your Stockton Weekend Activities Guide. You know what, folks? This weekend is Easter, so typically not a big events weekend in Stockton. But if you are looking for something to do, first I would encourage you to spend some time with your friends and family uh, this weekend. It's a great time to just enjoy the great weather and um, share in the spirit of Easter. But if you're looking for something to do, nothing says Easter more than asparagus. So check out the great Stockton Asparagus Dining Out. That kicked off on uh, Thursday, April 1st and runs all the way through Sunday, April 11th. Over 20 restaurants, 50 asparagus dishes. Go out and celebrate asparagus with some friends and family at local restaurants. Um, also this weekend coming up, the Stockton Ports Fan Fest. That is Saturday, April 3rd. That will be from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Banner Island Ballpark. That's 404 West Fremont. They're actually having an Easter egg hunt out there, all kinds of activities and stuff for kids and family members. So go out and check out the Stockton Ports Fan Fest, the kickoff to their 2010 season. Uh, other than that, there's always things going on at the Hagen Museum, and Stockton Civic Theater is closing out the uh, season 
with their Hats the Musical. And um, there is a Sunrise Easter service out at Weber Point, and there also is another Easter service on the Carly Plaza in downtown Stockton. So for more of that information and other great things to do, check out visitstockton.org. And until next time, be sure to go out and celebrate Stockton. We're back. Ah, Did we have you or did we have you? I'm telling you right now, a lot of you guys were probably scared. (laughs) April Fool's. Yeah, And I want to know, you know what? Again, we record this show early, so we don't know the reactions yet. But I am dying to know uh, what all the tweets are going to be about, what what everybody's got up their uh, sleeve to complain about the fact that we took off for a day. Well, hopefully... uh... Now that you've now that you've uh, played that up, hopefully we hopefully there is some reaction. That'd be kind of embarrassing if it, if it's a non-issue. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That, no, because that'll just mean that uh, people didn't believe it and that we're not funny. Well, yeah, true. Well, I know the single malt guys are going to promote the heck out of that show. Yes, they are. Um, so if you don't know what we're talking about, we released a special episode at the stroke of midnight. Curiously enough, on April the first. Yes, and it was one that announced our departure from the podcast Stockton. Uh, ranks we were moving to cleveland <laughs> now here's how i want you know here's how i want if there is reaction on on friday uh this is how we'll handle it we'll, we'll just we'll announce that we still have obligations here in town as the MCs for you know stuff like that uh that we'll fulfill but you know we will be moving to uh, to cleveland and and uh oh you, know. you mean on thursday yeah on okay, thursday. well I, I was thinking that i would just stay silent well by the time people hear this they're going to know what our reaction was yeah um but of course uh, in the the story um for our our fake episode the fake episode 34 that you would have heard yesterday or you know on Thursday on April the 1st was that as Rod said we moved to Cleveland to start podcast Cleveland and um we gave our show up to Rod and Devin from the Single Malt or to Gabe and Devin did I say Rod and Devin? You said Rod and Devin but it's okay cuz you you know I'm sorry I meant Gabe and Devin yeah. and they and they know that yes. they know that I, that I meant that's okay. Gabe, Gabe kept calling me Rob, or uh, Devin kept calling me Rob. Oh, he did it one time at the end. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that was the premise of the story, and we we've been talking about it for weeks. I actually hit up uh, Gabe a, a while ago and asked him if he was in on the idea. He said, "Yeah." Um. You know, th- special thanks to, to Gabe and Devin for coming out to the Outback Studios, um, and uh, letting me produce a, sh- a fun show like that. Uh, also, big thanks to Mike for coming in and doing the uh, interview as a golfer. Mike, unfortunately, will not be getting his PGA card, Sad. although he should be because he's a, he's a pretty good golfer. Um, and then also thanks to Lowell Tuckerman, who is not leaving the show to um, pursue a new medical career. <laughs> but um, uh, I love the segment that he did there. And um, so if you've been wondering about some of the tweets from the single malt guys about, you know, is there room enough in Stockton for two podcast Stockton kind of shows? It was all set up. Yeah, it was all it was all a ploy to get you to listen. But I, yeah. I, I tell you one thing, uh, if anybody out there uh, was rubbed the wrong way, which there shouldn't be, we have such a great sense of humor. Again, it's all in jest. We are still a couple of guys having a good time here, uh, regardless of our mission. And, you know, it, we're having a fun. We're having fun. And it's and it's April 1st. Yes. You, you have to do something like that on April 1st. Yes. And you know, the thing I always think of is Google's. Um, famous things that they've done on April first, or they they have a new product that'll never actually, you know, be real. But um, you know, I thought about that kind of thing. So, uh, thank you to uh, hopefully listeners went out there and listened to the special April Fool's show. Um, again, by the time you heard it, uh, the show's still out there. We're gonna leave it in the feed. 
But um, there's a fake press release and all that stuff. But we are back. We didn't go anywhere. We're still producing podcast Stockton. And again, big for now. thanks. Yeah, for now. Hmm, until next April 1st. Cleveland called. There you go. Uh, also, oh yeah, big thanks to Mike as well for uh, for purchasing podcastcleveland.com. Love it. And uh, putting that, that fake site up there for us. Um, but, you know, thanks to all you guys and Gabe Devin for being uh, great sports. Thanks for letting us uh, um, ha- have a little bit of fun and um, put out that fun episode. Again, if you haven't heard it, go back one episode on the website or in your you're in your pod catcher or your iPod or something and, and take a listen to that last episode. It's, it's pretty funny. I've actually listened to it. I think three times since, uh, since it came out. Yeah. I've listened to it a couple. And again, it just makes me laugh every single time. Cause it's them in our seats. Yeah. It, it literally, they were in our seats. So, uh, um, we're back. We're not going anywhere. Um, worry not podcast Stockton fans. So we might've actually given them a little bit of the interview bug, the interview fever, uh, with that fictitious Mike Bravo uh, interview, because they actually went out and did a, their own interview and, and released an episode of the Single Malt, or Single Malt versus Jose. Yeah, yeah, Chef Jose from uh, from Tio Pepe's, which is actually my uh, my youngest daughter's favorite restaurant in Stockton. If we ever give her a choice to eat, that's where she goes. Um, longtime Stockton residents will know that location as the original Red Robin in town. But uh, the Tio Pepe's on the corner of March and West Lane. The single malt guys did an awesome job interviewing Chef Jose, talking about stuff going on at the restaurant and a little bit about um, Jose himself. So definitely go take a listen to that. We'll, of course, put a link in the show notes. Rod, I heard that you're finished with the Smokin' Yankees um, audition video. Yes, that was a fun experience to work on that. I mean, that family was so awesome to begin with. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like it was work, but it was uh, it was a good video. And uh, those guys, they did such a great job representing themselves. Yeah, and boy, the last several episodes of Podcast Stockton, we could say uh, our Podcast Stockton slash Smokin' Yankees because I think we've talked about them on. Uh, each of the last three or four episodes. But, well, uh, when they start, when they keep doing stuff to put themselves in the spotlight, I mean, we, we have no choice but to, right? Yeah, so we talked about before, the whole reason you're doing this, Rod, was you're making an audition video for them to fi- to send to um, Barbecue Pitmasters, which is a reality TV show on uh, TLC. Yes, it is. And now that the video's done, they're about ready to send it off. Have they sent it off yet? They, they emailed it off. Uh, they have the physical DVD copy, which they will be overnighting to the TLC offices. They've given them a, a email to upload. And yeah, it's they've got it about five different ways that they've been given to TLC. Great. So we want to get behind the Smoking Yankees. Again, they are a Stockton-bred competitive barbecue team. And we want them on TLC. We absolutely do. And we need your help to uh, possibly do that. Then all it's going to take from you is a simple email. I mean, it's going to be a couple minutes sitting down at the computer, hacking out why you think the Smoking Yankees should uh, should represent. And um, we'll, we'll we'll do it like this as well. We'll make sure that uh, if you contact us, we will give you the link to see the video. That way you can, uh, you know, make a better informed decision for yourself. But uh, not only that, you'll get to see exactly why these guys deserve to be on this show. Right. So if you want to see the video, just drop us a line and you have to have a YouTube account because right now the video is currently marked as private on YouTube. Um, thanks, Rod, for allowing me access to see your, your progress and see the final product. But if you want to see the video, drop us a line and your YouTube name will hook you up with that. And um, and then, of course, go out to the discovery.com website. The address is xweb.discovery.com slash viewer relations. And of course, there will be a link in the show notes. And just give them your name, your email address, 
and um, tell them that you have a question regarding network or program-related question, and then uh, add a comment that says, you want to see the smoking Yankees from Stockton, California on Barbecue Pitmasters. Absolutely, because I guarantee you right now that a lot of teams have auditioned, but I'm not sure that a lot of them have actually uh, had people writing in just practically begging for them to be on the show. So, uh, again, if you want to set these guys up for success, uh, the best way I can think to do it is to show TLC uh, that they've got to support. And when there's emails equals viewers. So if TLC sees that people are already writing it about this family, that, that to them, that's another 10,000 viewers that they get right there. So in the minds of big producers, if they see reactions, they see viewers with viewers equals money. And uh, it'll get TLC. It'll get uh, the Smoking Yankees on on the TLC. Yeah. So here's another way to prove that Stockton is not the most miserable, or even the second most miserable, because you can't have a competitive barbecue team as awesome as the Smoking Yankees and be miserable. No. Am I right or am I right? Hey, I ate the doggone food, and you are right. And that stuff <laughs> is delicious. I had it the next day, still as good as the first day. So that is the mark of true barbecue. Again, go to podcaststockton.com. Click the link. To, add, to send your comments to discovery.com. And uh, let's see if we can get uh, help get the Smoking Yankees on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters. Hey, anything we can do to promote Stockton as an awesome city, uh, let's do it. I say send your emails in by the thousands, folks. Let's get Smoking Yankees on the Barbecue Pitmasters. Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. This is Lowell Tuckerman here with your podcast, Stockton Sports Update, for episode number 34. I'm live in the Williams Story Studios on the San Joaquin Delta College campus. The Stockton Thunder are 32-27 and 27 on the season, 73 points, and they are closing in on a playoff berth. Check StocktonThunder.com or ECHL.com for the latest on who the Stockton Thunder will play during the playoffs. We have reached the halfway point for college baseball here in Stockton. The Delta Mustangs are 11 up and 11 down, 4 and 6 in the conference. The University of Pacific Baseball is 16 and 7 and they are on a long road trip right now. They will not be back in Stockton until April 9th when they take on UC Riverside at Klein Family Field. On behalf of Podcast Stockton, we would like to congratulate the St. Mary's High School women's basketball team for winning the state championship. Congratulations, ladies, and good luck next year in your quest to repeat for the state championship. Send it in, Jerome! That is your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. I'm Lil Tuckerman, live from the Williams Story Studios. Let's send it back to Matt and Rod in the Outback Studios. So we now know when the trash man cometh, right? <laughs> yeah, trash bet 2010, um, as you remember. Um, Andy Panasco, Brewery 33, and I made a, a friendly wager before the Super Bowl, and um, he lost because the Saints won the Super Bowl and the Jets did not win the Super Bowl. And um, now it's his turn to spend an hour to help beautify Stockton. And uh, we've, we've talked a couple times trying to figure out when and where and all that. And we have settled on a tentative date, um, April 10th. 
and um, tentative because his wife is due at any moment with their second child. Yeah, you can't control that kind of thing. You're right. I mean, that trumps everything, right? Yeah. I mean, that's going to trump if, if my daughter is born in the middle of the port season. Uh, I already already gave fair warning to the ports. I said, you know, I can't, you know, baseball daughter, baseball daughter. And you remember who your fill-in guy is. Exactly. There we go. So um, uh, April 10th, it's a Saturday. He's going to do it uh, downtown at Janet Lee Plaza. And he'll do it from 8 to 9. And he's going to pick up as much trash as he he can do in an hour. And, of of course, you know, he picked the, uh, the time and the location because... He wants to do it after a busy Friday night when there's tons of trash out there. We were originally working with the Downtown Stockton Alliance. Um, Emily was was helping out with that. And um, based on uh, Andy's schedule, he can really only do it on the weekends. The Downtown Stockton Alliance doesn't have funding to do that kind of thing on the weekends. So it looks like Andy's just going to do it on his own. Um, if if uh, if new if new Panasco baby um, has to delay the date, then we're going to likely move it to May 1st. And, of course, it'll be from 8 to 9, Saturday morning, Janet Lee Plaza. And I haven't decided yet if I'm going to go down there. And if I do, I think I'll just kick it at Starbucks with something to drink and just just watch. Um, While I run around after him with the paparazzi camera. With the camera. There you go. And uh, Manuel, you too. Hint, hint. Um, But if any of podcast Stockton listeners want to go down there and and cheer him on. Or or, help him out even. Or help him out. Or just watch him from afar. Um, or whatever, um, come down there. It'll be, it'll be great, uh, a great Saturday morning. I'm sure to hang out in downtown Stockton while Andy picks up trash and drink the, coffee yeah, and drink coffee. Uh, and in the name of, of cleaning up Stockton and, uh, settling a friendly, um, football bet. So trash bet 2010 cometh. And this week as in every week, uh, we really, I think we have to nail Andy down and, uh, and tell him he's going to have a weekly spot on the show. Cause he calls in anyways and we love it so much. That we might as well just give him his own feature, right? Right, and you know, I think we may love it so much because he talks so, um, he talks so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he talks so good about us in his voicemail every week, and maybe that you know we get big headed when we listen to him. But I think that's what it is. It, re- regardless, keep doing it, Andy. Uh, we we love getting your messages. So uh, let's listen to uh, this week's installment of uh, Brewery Thirty Three. Hey, Matt and Rod, this is Andy Brewery Thirty Three, checking in. Um, congratulations on all your recent successes. You guys dabbled in TV. You guys crushed the netcasting media. You represented the Trivia B, and now you're going to MC an event, birthday. Um, all this comes courtesy from the law of positive attraction. It seems that you two have found the secret to positivity, which is a purpose. Uh, Matt, I'm sure you are chomping at the bit with the Saturday touchdown of the elusive iPad. Um, I wish I could talk my wife into purchasing one, but she tells me that I've used all of my startup money and uh, that's sitting into the tech fund, so I'm not really going to get to play with the iPad this quarter, which I'm not too worried about because Apple, Apple makes crappy first-gen devices anyway. Uh, so my question for you is this, Matt. With the entrance to the iPad into the marketplace, do you believe that what Jobs conveyed at the Yerba Buena Center from the comfort of his easy chair is that the future of computing is relying on the web as an OS? Um, what I mean is, is something like this. Clearly, Google is buying for the mysterious um, Chrome OS, and um, that's going to be the native OS for netbooks. Um, Jobs even went out of his way to diss the netbook, saying that the device is just a bad design of a small desktop. So with, with the iPad's inclusion of small web applications, do you think that's where computing is moving to? Um, so moving from the cult of Apple to a more enjoyable topic, which is baseball, 
Not in a long time have I been more excited to go to a few ports games. If I'm not mistaken, Rod is going to be emceeing the, the games. Um, if anyone knows about Farm League Baseball, the promotions are almost as fun as the game. So I'm curious to see what our own Rod will do with this position. So, Rod, my question for you is that do you have anything special that you would like to entice us with regarding your plans as MC of the games? Are you going to wrestle Slash? Uh, is there going to be a city council versus the San Joaquin Board of Supervisors SmackDown event? Um, just wondering. Um, over here at Brewery 33, we're getting ready for baby number two. So for all of you men that have lived with women that are about nine-ish months pregnant, you understand the dangers that accompany a mountain full of hormones. My wife, no exception, has compiled lists and tasks for me. So it seems that each baby comes a small remodel project. Um, I'm pretty excited about this baby's arrival. Uh, what better place to raise a child than good old Stockton, California? Uh, at least I know he or she will be tough enough to crush any situation that he or she is put into because in Stockton we're as tough as nails. Sticks and stones break our bones, but names will never hurt. Now, Google, give us the fiber, or we'll take it from you. Keep doing the Lord's work, guys, um, with your acclaimed netcast. Um, your voices are hard to, as hard as it is to believe are being heard. For instance, just the other day I had a customer say that she heard some mildly retarded-sounding gentleman on the netcast spouting some nonsense about useless technology. Uh, being an avid listener, I was a little embarrassed that I had not, I had no idea of who she was talking about. Come to find out. That's how she found my business, by following the links to my site from the podcast Stockton site. Um, they also said, well, she also said that my opinions weren't that stupid. And, and, and she might not have been so hard on me, but the, the thing is, somebody found me from listening to podcast Stockton. So that's a big ups to you guys, and I appreciate anything that you guys do um, link-wise on your site. It, it, we are getting tracked back. So stay fresh, guys. Andy, out. As always, you are way too generous. Uh, your praise of our show. Um, if no one else listens in the world, we do this for you, Andy. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, thanks for the congratulations. Um, not not quite sure how you found out about the um, the MC event, but aren't uh, you unplugged? Yeah, he must be lurking somewhere, or he has he has connected people. And you're right, man. I am stoked about Saturday and my iPad. Have I, have I mentioned it to you, Rod? I'm getting my iPad on Saturday. We can't get them off the roof because of it. That's right. Saturday iPad. I've been tweeting uh, where it is. It's still in China. I don't know what's up. Somebody else tweeted that theirs is in Alaska. I'm getting a little worried Saturday. Wait, are you Googling it? Because if you're Googling it and it's still in China, it might be because China and Google aren't, you know. Oh, there you see go. what I'm saying? No, I'm not Googling it. I'm Just clicking saying. the link in my email that All says right. track your iPad. You're safe. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. And, of course, if any uh, – Podcast Stockton listeners want to check out the iPad on Saturday. Just, just you know, give me a buzz and uh, maybe I'll swing by and show you the iPad. As long as it's not in like some dark, you know, alley corner. And I've never <laughs> met you. I probably won't do that. Stockton man is mugged for uh, an, an iPad stolen after meeting a stranger in an alleyway behind bogeys. Good job. Um, uh, you also, Andy, asked about uh, oh, if we think uh, or if we think that the future is in web OSs. Um, I will tell you this, even though I can't wait to get my iPad, I'm disappointed that it, I can't use it as an actual computer. I can't save files to the desktop, and its file management system is funky. So if the, whatever new WebOS takes that over or, or can do those kinds of things and make act more like a computer, 
I think that is the future. Yeah, because there's only so much you can use things like Dropbox and um, all the other file sharing things that you have on on uh, you know in those in the world, the Google Docs, um, all that type of stuff. And and I, I'm a firm believer that eventually it's going to get there. Eventually, you're going to be able to use a web app to save your files uh, to a a device. Um, but again, the iPhone is almost almost a computer you just don't have uh the the power of a, of a computer so right yeah once it gets there yeah i think it's there right and if and you know i get um a lot of people that accuse me of being an apple fanboy yes i am an apple fanboy but to, you know for the record i already showed rod some pictures today i found a, a new cell phone not a i didn't find but somebody at my work had a new cell phone the brand new htc hd2 um and let me tell you, that that was the first time I've ever touched another phone in th- almost three years that made me think that my iPhone was was very, very inferior. The huge screen, the screen on that thing is bigger, is as big as the entire iPhone itself. So, um, you know, lest you think that I'm just an Apple fanboy, I found a Windows um, operating system phone that it, at least it looks and aesthetics and use... Um, it's pretty darn comparable to that uh, to that iPhone. Which means I'm picking one up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Rod, do you have uh, do you have uh, inside scoop on some promotions? And are you going to be able to do, you know, your own spin on promotions at the ports, or is that somebody just telling you what to do? No, I get a pretty I get a pretty hefty say in what goes on. I mean, there's there's already the events that are already going to be there. I mean, obviously the the fan favorites like dance for your dinner. Uh, all that stuff is coming back. Uh, you know, the great aspar- uh, spear race, asparagus races that are held in between. All those are the same. Um, but there is, there are some that are coming back that have been gone a long time. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody because I'm excited to bring one of them back. I one the one that I, I asked about when I first dropped there is is uh, was banned for a long time, and uh, they actually just got the new commissioner to uh, sanction it one more time, and so it's coming back. And uh, I look forward to to run in it. But if for nothing else, Andy, uh, you just come out just to have a good time. I will, I will do my best to entertain every butt in every seat. Um, all half inning long. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, we could come up with some great ideas, maybe, um, you know, a slick Diaz versus, um, Michael Fitzgerald or slick Diaz versus, um, Anybody from the record. Anybody from the record. That would be fun. uh, Yeah, that that could be interesting. Hey, and by the way, if you listeners out there have great ideas for promotions, um, again, you know, I I get input. So um, if there's something that you think would be awesome out there in the ballpark, um, now's your chance. Give it up. You know, hit us up at mail at podcast.com. Call it in at 565-3229 and uh, just let us know. Let us know what uh, what you want to see at a ports game. Yeah, and uh, congratulations, Andy, to uh, you and your family on uh, the soon arrival of your uh, newest little one. I'm five months behind you, bud. Yeah, that's right. Lots of l- lots of babies coming out here. Thankfully, uh, I-, I I decided to sit this one out. <laughs> My two are enough to to keep me busy. Um, but uh, congrats, and uh, um, can't wait to see the the new one. Couldn't remember if you knew it was a boy or girl or, or what. Sounds like um, sounds like it's a. Uh, gender neutral at this point but, a surprise uh, a surprise and also awesome news that somebody found you guys based on a podcast stockton link that's why that, we do uh, what we do that, that 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 made my day when i hear it um again andy thanks uh, so much for your calls always appreciated here at uh, 565-3229 and if other listeners out there um want to add their voice to that mix you could call anytime you want leave messages um you can also text that number if you want 
Yeah, and you don't have to praise us. I mean, you know, Andy does a good enough job of that. Just, uh, you know, call us and tell us your ideas for shows and all the other good stuff and uh, why Gabe and Devin really deserve to be sitting here and not us. <laughs> So nearly every week, we ask our listeners a question. Question of the week. We've asked about watching TV online, backing up your computer, even hidden Stockton gems, among other things. This week, we wanted to know, what else do you want us to ask? Yeah, it seems weird that we're asking you a question to give us questions that we could ask you in the future. Ah, my head's spinning. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we, we got a few good responses. We certainly did. We actually got uh, more than we, you know, not more than we thought, but more good ones than we were expecting. We were surprised. Uh, Tim wrote in, uh, here's a question. What do you plan to do personally at a Stockton or as a Stockton resident to help improve your community this year? Yeah, I like that one. It's uh, it's it's not about, you know, what are you, you know, what are you going to do in Stockton? It's very specific. It's you personally to improve the community. What are you going to do? I like that. We're going to, uh, we're going to tee that up for a future episode. Yes, we will. Um, and remind, we're going to have to re- remind ourselves that we're going to give credit to the person that told us about that question. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, the next one is from Alicia Messinger and, um, she's on Twitter as Messinger woman. And, uh, she said, I'd like to hear people's ideas for fun and affordable dates in Stockton. And, uh, what is there for a couple to do? And Amy Fari wrote in, uh, a guest of the, well, not her specifically, but the Google Fiber Movement guest of the show. Uh, this one is a good one. So we're going to make this this week's question of the week. Next week's question. Next week's question. Because so, this week's question was, what should our question be? Oh, there's so many questions. I don't get it. <laughs> so this one we're asking you to respond to for next week. How's that? Yeah. How about if you are employed, do you commute? And if so, where to? Uh, she personally commuted to Concord from Stockton. Uh, just curious to find out how many others do the same. So, and she's only, uh, she only lasted three months commuting and boy, that was a pretty far commute. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's next week's QOW. Question of the week. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that was perfect. So um, next week we want to know, um, do you commute or do you, uh, if if you're, if you're an, um, Part of the, let's see, 83% of the people that are employed in Stockton or um, of our employment rate, do you work locally or do you have to commute? Great, great question um, and timely given the fact that uh, lots of people are thinking about jobs. So uh, thank you very much for everybody that responded on Facebook. Um, we actually forgot to tweet it out. This seemed like a long question to put out on Twitter. So um, thanks, you guys, for um, for giving us a fodder for future episodes. Thank you. Are you going to talk like that for the rest of the show? Cause yes, I think that would be kind of cool. I will. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the voice of, uh, of God in, um, real genius or pigs in space. Oh, even, even a better one. This is Benjamin Saffel from the gospel center rescue mission. And you're listening to podcast Stockton. Can you guess what time it is? Oh yes. You guessed right. It's that time, time for me, your friend, John Remington, to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have an awesome Joe Montana throwback jersey, a wonderful pair of salon chairs, and a great set of JBL speakers. Find all these great ads and many more on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. 
We are joined live today in the Outback Studios by Tim Quinn from Leadership Stockton. Tim, uh, thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for having me. Um, I appreciated the Stockton tweet up too. I had a great time with that. Thanks for inviting me and letting me speak at that also. Yeah, actually, and that's uh, that's what I was going to open with. I was going to thank you for, for coming out to uh, to our second tweet up, but not only our second tweet up, but it's the first one where we actually have had somebody from the community come out and uh, and speak. And when I when I was listening to you that night, I thought, oh, there's way more information than you can than you can put in a five minute spiel um at a tweet up so uh i thought about this right then and there and thanks for uh for jumbling your schedule around to come out i appreciate it no problem did you uh you're you're not on twitter but uh did you did you enjoy the night having being surrounded by a bunch of tweets i did i had a good time there was a lot of great people there i met a lot of interesting people from stockton that i hadn't met we have a lot of events with the Chamber of Commerce, which uh, Leadership Stockton is a part of. And we have uh, mixers every month, and it's kind of a lot of the same people. So it was nice to actually get out at an event and see some some different faces and get some different names. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we have the, uh, the, the tweet-up stuff out of the way, so what is Leadership Stockton? Leadership Stockton is California's oldest adult leadership program. It's an 11-month program where the class meets once a month, and they go out in the community and just really learn different things about Stockton, like what's good, what's bad, what's ugly, and how they can really get involved and affect the change in the community. Wow. And um, you said you meet once a month, and is this an all-day meeting? What are the hours? Yeah, it's uh, once a month, usually the second Friday from uh, 8 to 5. Sometimes we get done a little early, uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock, because it can be a long day, a lot of information uh, jam-packed in there. So it's uh, once a month, usually, like I said, second Friday. Sometimes uh, in September, we have our retreat, which is a Friday and a half a Saturday overnight stay. And then in May, we have our trip to the Capitol, which is a Wednesday, so we can get up to the Capitol and actually see some of the legislators, because we can't do it on Friday because they're not there. And Thursday, they leave right after session, so we kind of like to do it on a Wednesday, so we get more uh, involved and get to see some people. It's not just a, a ghost town up there. Right. And then in June, we have our graduation on a Thursday, because we've had graduations on Friday in the past, but a lot of people uh, are going out of town and are busy on the weekend, so we just decided to have it on a Thursday. Yeah, because these the people that are going through this program, you mentioned it's the oldest um, adult learning uh, program in the state. So th- these aren't these aren't kids, and th- these are people that have um, established lives, established careers, um, other things that they're involved in, right? Correct. It's people from the business community. The youngest leadership stocking graduate, I believe, was last year. We had a uh, Exody Rowe the third from Congressman McNerney's office, and he's I believe twenty three or twenty four. So I think he was the the youngest graduate, and then we've had people graduate up to seventy years old. Yeah, and speaking of uh, the, the first gentleman, um, I I met him recently. I've met him a couple times, but I got a chance to speak with him at the um, trivia bee, and uh, I, I told him that I never in a million years would have guessed his age, oh, except yeah. for the fact that he was written about in uh, San Joaquin magazine, the people to watch under thirty. And in fact, when I flipped and saw his picture. Uh, same with Sopan Soren. I thought there's no way that this guy's under 30. When I saw just how old or young he was, oh yeah, I, I was pretty surprised. He's a, he's an impressive guy. He's out there in the community. He's everywhere. You can yeah. turn around at any event, and he's there. And he's he's really good. He's he benefited a lot from the pro, from the program. Yeah, that's sure. great. So so uh, tell me, uh, Tim, about the history of Leadership Stockton. How did it how did it start? It started in uh, the first class was in 1981. But around 1980, the director of the Stockton Chamber of Commerce at the time was D. David Smith, I believe. And he got some of the strongest minds he knew, some of the biggest leaders in Stockton together, like Joan Dara, uh, Robert Foy, Fritz Gruppe, Douglas Wilhoyt. I believe there was a group of about 15 or so. 
and he had heard of a leadership program in Tennessee that he kind of wanted to check out. So they did some research on it, and they figured out that there was one in Denver. So he sent a couple of people from the committee out to Denver to go check out the leadership program there, and they got a lot of information. They came back, and this they what they learned in Denver and what they learned from the people in Tennessee, they put together the leadership Stockton program. Wow. So how many people uh, normally go through a, a, a program like this each year? The class side varies, depends on the economy. This year we've had a little down year uh, because not a lot of people, it is a tuition-based program, so not a lot of people had a, the extra cash to throw around. So we had 18 this year, but it goes ranges from about 18 to uh, 26 is the max we can put through. Wow, so that's a, that's a pretty fair number. So, um, you know, you, you've had four or 500 or so graduates through this program through the years. It's um, over six, I think 663 is the number of oh, alumni wow. we have since uh, 1981. Wow, that is awesome! Any any notable local alumni through that program? We have a, a lot of a lot of local uh, law enforcement is a big uh, support of the program. So uh, Sheriff Steve Moore is an alumni. Uh, the police chief Blair Ulring is an alumni. Uh, former police chief and former mayor um, Edward Chavez is an alumni. And we have some uh, people that are involved with the nonprofit community. Uh, Lindy Turner with the Child Abuse Prevention Council, executive director there. She's an alumni. Joel Gomez. The Women's Center of San Joaquin is an alumni, and uh, Tim Vile with the Emergency Food Bank is also an alumni, and also we have a uh, council member Kathy Miller is an alumni of the program. Okay, our vice mayor. Yes, and and of course you. Yes, and yeah. of course me. When did when did you uh, go through? I went through. I graduated the class of 2008, so from 2007 to 2008. Okay, and also friend of the show Wes Ray, if I believe right, also went through the program. Yes, he was class of 2004, and he uh, ran the program for uh, for four years after that. Oh wow, wow, very, very cool. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of names that we uh, we hear about in local politics and uh, um, local folks like that. Any uh, is there been any um, notable podcasters that have gone through the program or bloggers? I don't believe so. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll go through the program next year and then you can be our first. Yeah, I'd like. To, yeah, maybe it'll be the first. All right, we'll see about that. Um, so I, I've had a conversation with you and Wes about this program, um, and I, you know, one of the things that I said both times was. Yeah, I would love to do that, but I don't have the time. That's the biggest the biggest thing we hear every year. It's you know, I don't have the time. It's tough. Life gets in the way. You're you're busy working your job and you have a family and everything, but it's it's definitely worth the time. If you can like I said, you know, carve out that one day a month and then on top of that, we also have a community project that the class picks each year that get out and get involved. And that can be, you know, your your time on that can vary. There's some people in the class that can devote a lot of time to getting that project done where they can get a lot of man hours where some people do a lot more uh, in the the back scenes, like raising money and stuff like that. So, okay. So, what was the project that you did when you went through the program? Our year, we were really focused on education, so we ended up adopting Nightingale Elementary School, which is uh, in a bad part of town. It's off a of airport and Ralph off a of Carpenter, and uh, we just did a lot of a lot of great things for them. We raised over twenty thousand dollars in uh, cash and uh, in kind services. Wow. We uh, they we did a food drive for them for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. We got a lot of turkeys donated we also got i did a coat drive a lot of the kids there they show up for school when the weather gets cold without a coat and we were we were at the school one day and we asked the principal uh Catherine byers was like where where's his coat and she said he doesn't have one so we went out to a lot of local businesses did coat drives at a a couple different of them and we raised a lot of coats and got coats on those kids backs and then she also had a big project where she used to do a raffle for uh perfect attendance at christmas and the raffle, she would give away a bike, and she got like 10 bikes a year before. And we said, how many students do you think you're going to have 
in December for uh, for perfect attendance, and she told us maybe 130 or so. Wow. So we went out in the community, and we got 130 bikes donated. Oh. So every kid that had a perfect attendance got a bike. Oh. That that is awesome. It it was pretty awesome. We were out there. We did a presentation to them in December, and just the looks on those kids' faces, it was it was amazing. Well, as a cyclist, uh, I I you know, there's nothing that gets me going better you know more than giving a kid a bike. Yeah. As a um, uh, as a manager, I can tell you, there's nothing that gets me better or more than perfect attendance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, that to me is the first. You know, people talk about work ethic. Work ethic starts with coming to work. Yeah. And, um, you know, that starts when you're a kid in school. So that that is awesome. Yeah. And wow. it's too full for them, too, because they're not going to learn anything if they're in school, number one. And then the school gets paid on attendance-wise. So this, it helps, double helps. It helps the kids and it helps the school because they're one of the, the lowest-funded schools in Stockton Unified. Wow. So that was what we did for before Christmas and after Christmas. Um, their first eighth grade class had their first promotion. Their first actual eighth grade class was going to be promoted. So we threw them a dance and threw them a, a promotion ceremony where the uh, sheriff came out and he gave a really, really great talk on choices. Cause these kids, like I said, don't come from the greatest neighborhoods, but they're, they do have, they still do have choices. You know, they can choose to make bad decisions or good decisions. Right. And then we also, the, the biggest part of the project that I worked on and the, the toughest part, I guess, was, uh, we did a baseball field for the kids. They didn't have, they just had a big field there. Didn't really have a baseball field. They had a backstop, but they didn't have bases or anything like that. So we were going to rip that field out and put a new one in and the spot where we wanted to put it, there was actually uh, burrowing owls, and they're an endangered species. Oh. So we went out there, and we got the fishing game out there, and we asked them, can we put the field here? And they looked out the nests, and they're like, all right, these nests are dormant. You can do it. So we're like, all right. So we got everything together. We got Granite Construction on board. They said they donate their, their time and skin the field and grade it for us. And they got out there, and they're about to start, and an owl popped his head out of a hole. Oh. And so they said, we're not touching this field until we get fishing game back out here because we don't want to deal with this problem. So fishing game came back out and they said, you know what? These holes are actually alive. So you can't put the field here. We had to move it across the diamond, across the, the field and put the diamond in the, the back corner of the, the playground. But it still got put up. We uh, I built the pitcher's mound. I'd never done that before. Oh, wow. So that was a that was very interesting. And we we did a, a ribbon cutting for them. They brought out the first to sixth grade classes and they let them all run the bases it was it was pretty awesome seeing looks on those kids' faces. Splash was out there from the Stockton ports. And nice. It was it was a lot of fun. That is that is very cool. So yeah, it was a big project. Our class we were very ambitious, and like I said, we we uh, raised a lot of money, had a lot of good people in our class, and got a lot of stuff done. Oh, we also one thing I forgot we also did a, a Comcast Cares Day. Or we teamed up with Comcast to uh, clean up the school. We painted all the poles, repainted the lines on the playground, repainted the curbs, uh, redid that garden there. We uh, weeded their garden and got that mm. looking nice for them. Repainted that a world map on the ground. We repainted that on nice and shiny. So just making wow. their school look nice so they can take pride in their school. And Yeah, that's great. Wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's not that's not just a little project. <laughs> no, it, 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 it blossomed. It definitely, we started off with small, we're like, no, we'll do this. We'll read to the class. We'll, we'll go out there. We'll, we'll fix up the playground. We'll do that. And then it just kept going. We kept getting more and more support from the community. And we said, you know what? We've got this extra time and extra money. Let's, let's put it to use. Wow. That's cool. All right. So uh, you mentioned at the top that your leadership Stockton is part of the, of the Chamber of Commerce. How, how exactly does that fit? Uh, like when it started, the chamber wanted to do something for the community. They wanted to get out there and they wanted to, to train these people in the community to be leaders and make Stockton a better place. So it's kind of been under the chamber's arm since, uh, it started in 1981. It's just a, a program of the Stockton Chamber of Commerce, something that makes Stockton a better place to live and a better place to work. So your uh, you said it's tuition based. What's the cost of the program? It's a uh, $900 per year. 
but we do have par- partial scholarships available for uh, some students and a lot of people uh, do a little 50-50 split or sometimes it's a uh, you know 75-25 between uh, them and their company if they can get their company on board because it's it's good for the student and it's also good for the company because it gets these people out in the community gets the name of the company on the community and it makes their worker you know a, a better person all around are most people sponsored by their employer uh yeah probably about 75 percent are sponsored but we do get some individuals that come and pay their own way and those people, we had one in the class last year, and he said that $900, he's like, I would have paid four to five times as much because I got so much out of this class. Yeah, you know, just from the uh, just from the short conversation about the program, because you're, you're, you're um, you know, besides the project, you're out meeting with uh, community members, community mm-hmm. programs, and they're, they're structured. Um, it, a lot of it sounds pretty similar to some of the adult learning um, executive MBA programs. Mm-hmm. So you're right, $900 for a year. I mean, you're going to spend $900 in books at an executive oh, MBA yeah. program. And there's no books involved with this. We get you all the printouts. We feed you every day uh, that you're with us. So, you know, it's uh, just pretty much a time commitment uh, on that part. And then the $900, of course. Wow. So you said partial tuition or partial um, scholarship or whatever. Does that mean that, you know, somebody can't have their employer pay all of it or that they can't get grants for all of it? Does the student have to put some amount of money out on their own? It's requested that the student put $125 of their own money out for a, for a buy-in. So, you know, make sure everyone's there for the right reasons and they're, you know, actually have a little bit of buy-in. But if the employer wants to sponsor all $900, they can do that. If they go out in the community, we've had people this year gone out in the community because they didn't have a a lot of money themselves and their employer wasn't going to pay uh, pay for it. So they went out to different organizations and uh, tapped their friends and they got their whole tuition paid for. Wow. Very cool. So the, uh, the upcoming year of leadership Stockton is, uh, is fast approaching. Fast approaching. And the, the year runs from August to June, but uh, to be in the class, you have to fill out an application. And if you go to the website, it's at leadershipstockton.com. This year's uh, application is up online with all the class dates for the next year. And uh, the application deadline is June 18th. And then once you apply, you uh, come in for an interview in July. And then if everything goes well at the interview, you get accepted into the class. And the class starts in August. Wow. Is it a brutal interview? No, it's people <laughs> on the Leadership Stockton alumni come in and do the interview process. And they just want to make sure that the people are there for the right reasons. Not just, you know, I want this to look good on my resume. You know, they want the people that are going to be out there and really, you know, make a change in the community. The people that want to go out there and make a difference. Great. All right. So what got you started with Leadership Stockton? Well, I've been at the uh, Stockton Chamber of Commerce now for about four and a half years. And when I was originally hired at the chamber, I was the Stockton Ag Expo Exhibitor Salesman. And that took up about uh, eight months of my time per year. So I was out there busy, you know, selling exhibitor space for the Ag Expo and, you know, not really uh, around too much. But when I was in the uh, chamber meetings and talking with Wes Ray, the uh, previous Leadership Stockton coordinator and friend of the show, he was uh, talking about it a lot, and through all the events uh, we do at the Chamber, I met a lot of Leadership Stockton alumni, and they were just talking about what a great program it was. So before the 2007-2008 uh, class, I went to the CEO, Doug Wilhoyt, and I asked him, I said, I would really be interested in getting involved with Leadership Stockton and going through the class next year. What do you think about that? And he said, that would be a fantastic idea. Uh, we always encourage people here at the Chamber and you know everybody in the community to, to get involved in this program. So he uh, agreed, and... I went through the program, and about halfway through the program that year, Wes was promoted to the director of the Stockton Conference and Visitors Bureau, and uh, that took 
90% of his time. So he was having a harder and harder time getting to the classes and uh, he'd set them all up, but sometimes maybe he wouldn't be there. He'd have to have an alumni come and uh, kind of help us out that day. So at that point I went to to Doug again and I said, Doug, you know, I'm having a great time on the program this year. And I understand that Wes is, uh, you know, having a hard time making his uh, financial or his uh, commitments here to the program time-wise. So uh, when the class is over this year and I graduate, can I uh, take over the program? And he said, you know, I think that would be a great idea. So Wow. So does that mean career path perspective when Wes moves on to something different that you're going to go to the CVB? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't thought that far in advance. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very cool. I don't think Wes is going anywhere. <laughs> I hope not. Well, I, I <laughs> we need even, him. Yeah, I didn't even know what a CVB was until until I got on Twitter and and uh, started following Wes. And um, I would have. I'm still fascinated by the whole, you know, all of the different things that the chamber does because I, I didn't I didn't really realize in, until I until I started the show. Yeah, it's amazing. My first day on the job was our our new member meeting for the month, and uh, everyone on the staff comes in and says what they do, and I was. I was shocked. I didn't know half the stuff the chamber did, and I and I worked there, so it was yeah, it was pretty eye opening. All right, you know the routine. Everybody uh, that comes on podcast Stockton gets the final four. I I do need to come up with a better name for that though. It's that time of year though. Yeah, you know what? It is. It is. Although I, I know nothing about college basketball, but uh, yeah, it's the final four, not to be confused with the final four. Um, so Tim, how long have you been in Stockton? I am a Stocktonian, born and raised, although I did leave after high school, graduated from Lincoln High School, and I went to college at the University of Massachusetts Amherst in uh, Western Massachusetts for four years. Then I graduated from there and uh, decided I had enough of the cold winters and I needed to thaw out and I moved to San Diego for two and a half years oh. and uh, thawed out on the beach and it was 70, 80 degrees every day. <laughs> and then uh, about after two and a half years there, I said, you know what? I'm a Northern California boy. What am I doing in San Diego? I need to get back to, to Northern California. I moved back to Stockton and I've been working with the chamber ever since. Wow. So Massachusetts. Yep. How in the world does a Stockton boy from Lincoln go to school at Amherst <laughs> in Massachusetts? Well, I played water polo in high school. I was uh, pretty decent, I guess. I don't know. I uh, applied to a lot of schools around California and uh, maybe could have gotten on a couple water polo teams here, but I would have had to wait till probably my uh, junior or senior year to play. Maybe I had a red shirt. So I looked into the East Coast. I went to a water polo camp at a Navy in Annapolis my, wow. ju- my junior year in high school with a couple of high school friends. My parents sent us out there, and uh, that was a lot of fun. I met one of the guys on the UMass team and one of their coaches at that time, and we kind of kept in touch. And uh, I ended up you know, calling him and saying, after I graduated, I know what if I came out to, to UMass to play? And I went on a recruiting trip, and I fell in love with the school, and that's where I ended up. Oh, that is awesome. So, uh, so what do you like about Stockton? Uh, one of the best things I like about Stockton is uh, its location. It's close to everything. If you want to go to the city, you can go to San Francisco in an hour and a half. If you want to go to the beach, you can go to Santa Cruz in an hour and a half. If you want to go to the mountains, you can go up to Tahoe. It's uh, really just you know centrally located, and this, this is home for me. I'm born and raised, like I said, Stockton boy. I really love the people in Stockton, diversity. Uh, I appreciated that a lot more after uh, going to to Western Massachusetts. There wasn't a, too much diversity there, <laughs> so you know I appreciate the you know the different cultures and everything we have here. And really just, it's, you know, it's, it's a big city, but it feels like a small town. Yeah, yeah, true. A lot of people say that. So uh, what's your favorite Stockton memory? Favorite Stockton memory? Uh, some good memories growing up of going to some Stockton Ports games with my dad at uh, Billy Heber Field, oh, trying to old, catch a foul ball. Yeah, the old field. <laughs> oh, yeah, trying to hanging out on the, the right field bleachers there, trying to catch a foul ball yep. in those trees. I never caught one. 
It was horrible. <laughs> I always remember cars getting hit. The, yes. car, the people that were their first time ports game, like, oh wow, look, there's a park, there's a bunch of parking spots right here. <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah, we never parked there. We we learned uh, after our first game and foul balls going that way. I was like, why would anyone ever park there? And the new ballpark too over there on the behind the the first base side. There's cars getting hit all the time. And yeah, even yeah. in the parking lot there, I always park on the street when I go yep. there. And I had a couple other uh, two years ago. We went to a, a ports game again at the new ballpark. Now they had a Canadian tuxedo night. Uh, if you know what a Canadian tuxedo is, that, is. is that the T-shirt? That's a uh, denim. No, it's just denim, denim, and more denim. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's Canadian tuxedo. I was, no offense to any Canadians out there. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, it's we we rented out the uh, twenty five seats, the front seats of the rocking chairs on the back porch. Me and my friends, we all got decked out in our denim. We went out there and we uh, pretty much took over the ballpark. It was a it was a good time. Uh, did you take pictures? Uh, there's some pictures somewhere. I think there's pictures on their website. They had a a denim couch when you walked in, and our group uh all got on there and, and took a picture in all our denim. And I think a person from our group won the costume contest. And uh, because we had so much, and I, I know the the marketing guy there at the time, he uh, pretty much put us in all the events because we were dressed up. So we uh, we we pretty much ruled the <laughs> ruled the roost that night. And we had the rocking chairs too out in right field, and we uh, gave the right fielder a hard time. So that yeah, was, that was yeah. fun. Well, a Canadian tuxedo. I've never heard of that. I, I will. Uh, I'll, if they do that again, I have to look out for that because I've got I've got the denim jacket back <laughs> from the day. Nice. Yeah, we uh, scoured the uh, the thrift stores and yep. we got some good outfits. But yep. I don't think they're having one this year. They had one again last year, but our group didn't go again, so I don't think it was as successful. <laughs> oh yeah, they need they need you and your friends out there. Yeah. All right. So uh, lastly, um, what what do you do for fun in Stockton? Do a lot of things. I uh, play softball at Lewis Park. We have a, a team. It actually starts tomorrow. I'm getting excited for that. Hopefully, we don't get rained out. Uh, also, recently, I just uh, played played in a band. I guess we had a, every St. Patrick's Day. This is our second year. We uh, we were at Bradley's. We do uh, Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly cover songs. And I, I sang for that, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, so you're a singer? Uh, we do it. Like I said, we do it twice a year. This was the second time. <laughs> and do you, do you play any instruments? I don't. Because uh, I, I was just gonna, I was gonna pull down one of these guitars <laughs> or something and yeah. have a live performance. As a kid, I uh, I played the viola for I don't oh. know six years or so. I played the piano. Wow. Played, tried to play the saxophone for one year, but that didn't work out. Wow. Wow. Very cool. So you're a rock star. All this stuff about I didn't I didn't <laughs> know about you. I, I didn't know either. It almost didn't happen. Like I said, this is the second year. Last year, uh, we were at Bradley's. You know, a couple months before St. Patrick's Day, we're just, you know, for the actually for the six months before, we're just running our mouths saying, you know, oh, we should play, we should start a band, we should play Drock and Murphy's and Flogging Molly songs on St. Patrick's Day, it'll be so much fun. We're like, yeah, we'll do that, we'll do it. And about last year, about three weeks before St. Patrick's Day, we're like, are we going to do this? So we crammed <laughs> about eight practices in, got nine songs, and uh, we rocked. We sounded really good, and everyone was really surprised along with us, so they, they wanted us to come back this year, and I think we have a, a standing invite for St. Patrick's Day at, uh, at Bradley's. Oh, that is so awesome. Very cool. All right, so um, if folks want to find out um, more about Leadership Stockton, um, Remind me, where can they go? LeadershipStockton.com. Or you can also find our uh, link off the Stockton Chambers website, which is StocktonChamber.org. All right. And then I think if I remember right, is there a Leadership Stockton uh, Facebook page? As we well? do have a Leadership Stockton Facebook page, and I'm in the process of uh, starting a Leadership Stockton tweet group or uh, a uh, Twitter, Twitter account. Yeah, so, right on. So I think you converted me. Yes, I was I was going to ask about that. Very <laughs> cool. All right, Tim. Well, thanks again for uh, coming out to the Outback Studios, and um, thanks for giving us all the info, the great info about Leadership Stockton. Hey, thanks for having me again. LeadershipStockton.com. If you want to apply for the class, deadline is June 18th.
All right, so just a couple more things before we wrap up episode 34. Um, Rod and I will be at uh, the Earth Day Festival, April 18th. We will be co-MCs, so look out for us there and get uh, there will be some more information coming up in a future episode. In the meantime, visit livegreensanjoaquin.org. You can help another Stocktonian reach the national stage, but this time for Maxim Magazine, uh, a young lady by the name of Sherry is looking to be a Maxim hometown hottie. And uh, again, she's trying to represent Stockton and trying to uh, make it in the magazine. You can vote for her by visiting Maxim.com. And there's a link in the show notes to the exact uh, page that you can get to Sherry's uh, site in Maxim. So again, uh, this is the show, like I said, all about trying to help people get on the national stage. And uh, one more Stocktonian representing on a positive list uh, is a perfect way to get there. So help Sherry get on Maxim's hometown hotties. And don't forget, April 1st starts the great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out, April 1st through April 11th. And um, for all the great menu items and specials out there, visit dineoutstockton.com. Thank you for listening to The Real Podcast Stockton, episode 34. I want to thank Tim Quinn of Leadership Stockton. You want to find out more about the Leadership Stockton program, you can visit the website at leadershipstockton.com. Next week, we want to know, do you commute to work? Yeah, do you get to stay local and maybe even ride a bike to work? Or do you have to get in the car, get on the freeway, and drive for hours? We want to know. Or do you lace up the old rollerblades like I did the other day? Leave us a message with your comments at 565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook, username Podcast Stockton. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we talked about on today's show, visit podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton. <laughs> <laughs>